Happy Thursday, everybody. Or maybe you're listening on Friday, or maybe you're easing into your weekend on a Saturday morning for this edition of The Rant on Too Close to Call. But it's still Dave. Dave's still here. I wanted to take a little rant moment to talk about the first big primary of the season, which is coming up here in a couple weeks, 19 days from tonight, 18 days, 17. We're going to be within two weeks next week. We are in the red zone of the Ohio Senate primary, which is the wildest and craziest primary that the Republicans have had to offer this year so far. It's a five-way race. There's internal polls dropping every minute. There was reporting today by Mark Caputo of NBC News that a certain former ex-president is going to endorse in the race and probably endorse an underdog candidate, J.D. Vance, which would, again, be a surprise if you could still be surprised by Donald Trump, which we shouldn't be, because that's who Trump is, a surprise. That's why he works, right? So I wanted to take a little bit of time, though, and and, kind of chat or really think out loud about who would be the best Republican nominee for Republicans. They have five candidates, Mike Gibbons, Josh Mandel, J.D. Vance, Jane Timken, and Matt Dolan. Those are the five main Republican candidates All very different, but they're running in Ohio, which is obviously a reddish state. So whoever wins this nomination in a couple weeks has a very good shot at being the next senator from Ohio, the junior senator from Ohio. So what kind of Republican do Republicans want in Ohio is one question. And who would be the best, most effective nominee in the general election, running in a very good environment, looks to be a great environment for Republicans, likely against Congressman Tim Ryan. So as it stands tonight, <laughs> Trump hasn't endorsed yet, so hasn't overtaken the race. That, that hasn't happened yet. So I wanted to focus on Mike Gibbons and Josh Mandel, who I believe, based on my reporting, are still the two main front runners in this GOP primary race. Mike Givens is an investment banker, really wealthy guy, ran before uh, and lost. Josh Mandel has run before, lost in 2012 to Sherrod Brown. He was actually the nominee. Mike Givens lost a primary previously, a Senate race. Uh, Mandel has lost a general. But they have been the two top candidates on top of most polls that are public to date. Now, J.D. Vance and Jane Timken have released polling showing that they're surging or could be surging, hypotheticals, but we really don't, there's not really convincing data yet that either of them are in command of the race. Again, maybe that changes. Maybe they release a new poll within a day that that shows them ahead. There's a lot of money being spent by all these candidates. There's outside groups. It's really tough to get a handle on. But I would winnow this down at this moment 
to still Mike Gibbons and Josh Mandel being the front runners in this race, the most likely potential nominees. If it is Jane Timken or J.D. Vance, which you can't rule out. I'm not ruling them out. But if it is either of them, that is a surprise. That will be a surprise in 17, 18 days from now, whenever you are listening to this beautiful, highly informative rant on the Ohio Senate race. So my contention is that Josh Mandel, who has run before, would be potentially the riskiest nominee in a general because of how he's conducted himself in the primary. He's out, he's burned masks. He said we should get rid of public school system and teach all kids in churches and synagogues. And he's flamboyant about it. He's in your face. He's a military guy, but he's in your face. You could argue he might be the most Trumpian candidate in the race, even though he may not get Trump's endorsement. So, look, he still could win. I'm not saying he's going to be the favorite. Whoever the Republican nominee is is going to be the favorite in the general election in Ohio, a state that Trump carried by eight points. This is going to be a Republican-leaning state. But I think if you're a Democrat, they won't say this outright, but some of them hint around it. That they'd like to run against Mandel, that Josh Mandel would be their, their best pick because they beat him before. Sherrod Brown beat him before. So they know him. All the oppo is ready to go. And during this primary, he sort of said more and more inflammatory things and done inflammatory things to win the GOP base. Whether any of that matters in a general may not matter. Maybe, they, maybe people are just going and voting R like they did New Jersey in the governor's race last year. People were just going out and voting R, didn't care who it was. But I think there's a little more of a risk factor with Mandel just based on appearance and also the history of Ohio politicians. They haven't been flamboyant. I mean, the Republicans that have held that Senate seat, Rob Portman, you know, pretty mainstream, you know, conservative, but, but, you know, not a, not a rabble rouser. George Voinovich, Mike DeWine. I mean, Mike DeWine, sort of establishment Republican, you know, boring, vanilla, you know, he has a primary as well, but he held the Senate seat, a Senate seat prior years ago before he was attorney general and then governor. Anyway, if you just look at history, DeWine Voinovich Portman, the next senator from Ohio, doesn't appear to be Josh Mandel, although if he is, that shows the Republican Party is changing a lot. And Mandel will be in a thorn in McConnell's side. I think he'll be a presidential candidate immediately. He'll be wanting to run, you know, he'll want a national profile. Whereas Mike Givens, who is very conservative and I think would probably vote the same way as Josh Mandel would most of the time, I think is, is a little more within the mainstream firmament of the party. I think of a, you know, he isn't as flamboyant. He did get in the face of Mandel and they almost threw down in a forum. So believe me, I did see that. But I think trying to forecast the temperament of the senator in the United States Senate, Mike Gibbons is going to not to be as much of a wild card. And... 
you know, in the vein of Mitch McConnell or a Mike Braun, a wealthy business guy who won from Indiana, who votes conservatively, who's very conservative, but isn't going to overturn the apple cart. And as I wrote on, in my Tuesday post, you know, be burning masks online for retweets, which Josh Bendel did, you know, last year. Um. But the Mandel people, they saw my piece on Tuesday, Mandel's campaign manager uh, did did say, wait a second, Dave, like there's, he, Mike Gibbons would be a terrible nominee. And he did make a comment about the middle class not paying their fair share that was very Mitt Romney-ish that will be replayed by Democrats in the fall, incessantly, repeatedly, if he wins this nomination. So I, to be fair, I do think Mandel's team has a point that he has made some remarks that are going to be politically inflammatory in a state like, oh, really any state, but in a state like Ohio. I'm going to try to play them. Maybe you can hear Top it. 20% of voters in the United States pay 82% of federal income tax. This is Mike Gibbons, just to be clear. Um, we only have, and if you do the math, and 45 to 50% don't pay any income tax, you can see the middle class is not really paying any kind of a fair share, depending on how you want to uh, define it. Middle class is not paying their fair share. So most of the voters are middle class, and he said, look, the rich pay all the taxes. The middle class, they're not getting soaked. I mean, it's an intellectual argument to be made because he's a rich guy and he pays a lot of taxes, and rich people do. I mean, truly pay most of the taxes because they make the most money. And it's just how the system works. They have a higher tax bracket. You make more money, you get yourself in a higher tax bracket. That's usually how the system works. But Kibbins is now in this video that's being circulated saying, yeah, he's like saying it out loud. Now, the problem is, is you need the middle class to win an election. So the narrative- <laughs> I love that. That I love. It is so wrongly honest. You could tell he's not a politician. This is where these non-politicians get in trouble because he's like, hey, I need the middle class to win. I get that most people are middle class. But in truth, you should probably be paying your more in taxes. I mean, he doesn't say that, but. The middle class is getting screwed and the, and the, the wealthy, the elite are, are getting, are, are cheating everybody. The top 20% of earners in the United States. All right. So that's the clip. It's about a 30 second clip. It's on Twitter. You can find it. It's from Heartland Signal if you want to get it. But now this clip is being thrown around, and the Mandel folks are like, look, this guy's got a ton of vulnerabilities because he's a rich guy, and we know how to run against a rich guy in Ohio. Remember, Mitt Romney did not win Ohio. That seems like eons ago, but Democrats used to win Ohio. Obama won it twice. Now, you know, it's obviously gotten redder. Trump, Trump won it twice. Again, I want to stress, this is a Republican, likely a Republican uh, favored seat. But Mike Gibbons or Josh Mandel, who is the better nominee if, you want, if you're a Republican that want to win this seat? I think Gibbons is still, has a fewer vulnerabilities. He's, a, he's an outsider. Mandel's been a politician his whole life, state treasurer. He's been running, 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 running. You know, Gibbons did run before, but he did go out and make money. There is a vein in a Republican primary that voters like that. There are even some independent voters that sort of like the outsider. 
that he wasn't a politician. I think there are a few vulnerabilities, and I just think he'll be. I think he'll move to the center right in the general in a way that maybe Mandel will. But I feel like Mandel is going to be like rip the scab off, rip the Democrats' heads off, and then you trickle down or you you take a trail down the road where you could get yourself in trouble, like off the cuff speaking, like I am for the rant. You you speak for fifteen minutes off the cuff without notes you could get in trouble. And that's where I'm saying is where Mandel could get himself in a little more trouble. Um, they're all millionaires. They're all very wealthy. So I think, you know, Ryan and the Democrats are going to hit him with that. But I think Mandel, a little more flamboyant, a little more controversial statements, I think, overall in the, in the oppo trash can versus Gibbons, but I, I, uh, this clip is wild. He's like, hey, middle class, this you're going to see. You're going to hear it over and over. don't pay any income tax. Yeah, they don't pay anything. The middle class is not really paying any kind of a fair share, depending on how you want to uh, define it. Fair share. Uh, the, the middle class. The middle class, to win. the middle class, and then he says, <laughs> the middle class isn't paying their fair share. And the problem is. An election. So the narrative. The problem is. A fair share, depending on how you want to define uh, define it. Now, the problem is, is you need the middle class to win an election. Ooh. Yeah, you're going to see that. So I'm a little bit reconsidering my calculus here, but I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts on who you think is the better GOP Senate nominee. If you're a Republican, you want Republicans to win this seat, hold this seat. Rob Portman's retiring seat in Ohio. Is it Mike Gibbons or Josh Mandel? Who is the better Republican candidate hit me with your comments share this post if you like it hit me on the socials and we will see you next time